What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today, we are finally talking about Stardew Valley, developed, <laughs> developed and published by Concerned Ape. Yeah, so um, with the wedding kind of closely approaching, um, a lot of things have um, come up, so we've been a little scattered here, not to mention that God of War 2, holy crap, we had so much to talk about in that one, Yeah, that yeah. that part two, that two-parter... Um, yeah, it just took up a lot of time. So, but we said that we would get to Stardew Valley, so here we are now. We're gonna talk about it. Going off of the uh, delightful potions permit that yeah, yeah, yeah. that you talked about on the sh on that episode, um, and again, the fiance she was playing the heck out of it and absolutely loved it um, until Forspoken came out, and then she was all about that. Um, I don't know if we need to talk about that one because that kind of was a little mediocre from everything I saw. Really unfortunately so it's like so according to and maybe what maybe what we'll do is uh maybe we'll get the fiance in here to talk about it yeah because uh the main character isn't 100 likable the story isn't super well told and the open world didn't feel very well and open yeah you're going off the path return or die well <laughs> and, and like you know because one of the thing one of the things that the fiance and i are talking about right now is that like what makes an open world feel like good and open and the good one is red dead redemption 2 like that's a great open world that feels lived in you know uh, yeah and yeah I, I see what you're saying like the interactions with people the things that you stumble upon the the way the world just looks and feels as you just kind of meander through it. Exactly, right? You can yeah. walk down the same road three or four times and you're going to get a different experience almost every time, you know? Like, and I always think of there's a road outside of Valentine because I love hanging around Valentine when I play that game. There's a, sometimes there's, there's you know, sheriffs hauling somebody off. Sometimes there's bandits with a lady. Sometimes there's the blind guy on the side of the road. Yeah. And I guess in Forspoken, like, it didn't feel super duper awesomely lived in. Um, and the fiance, yeah, she didn't. So that, that that's part of the storyline for it, though. I, I I honestly think that probably would be a good thing because I've played the game. What Forspoken? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I played Forspoken. Um, not all the way through because another game has come out that has greatly like absorbed all of my attention. Yeah. But I like I didn't hate it. But I didn't love it right. either. So okay. I think it would be something that would might be interesting for us to talk about, especially if we can get the fiance in here and and everything. I know there's a uh, that might actually be a good opportunity because there's a couple of other games that uh, uh, she has wanted to have a discussion. Well, we'll say discussion <laughs> on um, and given light of certain things. Uh -huh. It might not be a bad idea to do those ones as well. Could totally do it. Yeah, could totally do that. So. I don't want to spoil anything, so that's why I'm being super vague. Deal yeah. with it. And <laughs> and obviously, like I said, with the wedding coming up, like, you know, uh, and the release Fast of... Fast approaching. Yeah, games coming out over the course of the next couple of months. You know, Skull and Bones, Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for that. I was super excited for Skull and Bones, but they keep kind of pushing that back. So now I'm just super excited about Jedi Survivor. Yeah, Skull and Bones to me, I'm like, I don't really care like what the main story is. Like as long as I can just sail around the world and blow up other ships and yeah, like I, I like and customize my yeah customize my pirate <laughs> in my ship. Like that's probably not going to be a game that I like super fall in love with, but I bet it's going to be fun as hell. I don't know. <sighs> Ubisoft has those hidden gems, man. That's true. They they come out of nowhere sometimes and really hit you. 
I do worry that it's just going to feel like a seafaring far cry. Mm-hmm. And if that's what it is, then eh. Yeah. But well, we'll see. But again, we'll see. I, I got to say, though, I am super hyped because we've been wanting this for the last three years. Like, it, it actually kind of sucks. It's good and bad all at the same time, right? We started this podcast at almost like the height of COVID, mm-hmm. which was good because we had the time. Right. At the height of COVID to do this podcast. Yeah. And back then, you know, we, we, since we had actually that plethora of time, we were able to do weekly podcasts and everything like that. Um, and since then, it just other things have come up and, and, you know, life, life happens. Mm-hmm. And, and we've had to make some modifications and everything. We appreciate, greatly appreciate your guys's understanding and your ability to pivot with us and stick with us through those changes. But we still have more changes hopefully to come later on down the road. But again, more life changes are happening, right? Mm. But the bad part about all of that was what was being released. Yeah. Nothing. We got nothing. It was, it was just some, some, some decent indie games, some big ones that we were like super excited for that were utterly terrible. Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, granted they they made some improvements we touched back on that we 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 revisited but when it initially released it was garbage Mm. and i like really upset about that because that was a big triple a game that i was really looking forward to and then nothing and nothing and nothing and now it finally feels like we're getting back into that time period where we're getting those games right every month or two like a good game is coming out good game hopefully i i like I got to be honest, uh, you know, Hogwarts Legacy is coming out. Um, all these other big AAA games coming out. I am worried that it, it like they're going to be like some of the other big AAA games that have come out in the past where I had a lot of hope for them. I built a lot of a buff for them. Right. And then all of a sudden it was this game is terrible. Um, but I think because they kind of did the build up. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these games have been pushed back. We were like we just said, Skull and Bones been pushed back a couple of times. We have the new Zelda coming out. We've there's a lot of big games coming out in the next few months. Um, I have faith again. <laughs> yeah. like, I am super stoked. I I actually told the wife I was like my only concern is I don't know if I'm gonna have enough time to actually play these before we have to talk about them. Yeah, like we we might have to to figure out something there, but like because there's a lot of a lot of good content coming out in the next couple of months, so I'm super excited for it. Mm-hmm. I really am. Yep, it's it's no more the days of oh we're gonna remaster this. Yeah, like but you're selling it to me again for 70 bucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, and heck just to, just to continue on this thing and actually move into the topic of what we're supposed to be discussing. Cause we like getting sidetracked here. Of course the developers of Stardew Valley are making that chocolate factory game. What chocolate factory game? You didn't know this. Mm-mm. 
they are made it's like a chocolate factory game where you you're kind of like willy wonka type deal all right and you run a chocolate factory and you go and explore the world and you get your ingredients and everything to like make these new chocolates and everything i don't know a whole lot about the game but it's it's exactly like stardew okay it's made like stardew it's supposed to be built like stardew but it's supposed to be a whole new storyline and a new town with new people and and everything like that so i'm like man i freaking loved stardew valley like i'll totally play this game yeah it's just another one of those games where like you can just kind of continue running it you mm-hmm. know like just continue doing it and everything and there's all this stuff to explore and everything and they did such an incredible job with this game that like i'm super pumped about that one so it, it's really kind of nice to see that they're they did they're just not a one-hit wonder mm-hmm. potentially right. i should say potentially like um you know they they had some other things in works and as i said it's it's supposed to look exactly like stardew valley but it's uh it's a different storyline with a different world and everything like that so we'll see how it goes but Mm. that i i think it looks cool yeah i'm all about that indie gamer developer life you're way more about it than i am actually and and like I am because I think for for me stuff with like AAA games, you know, usually it's it's a it's a lot of toys in the sandbox kind of a feeling, or or you get certain games where it's like we just want to tell a really good compelling story, so there's not a lot in the sandbox, but the sandbox is very narrow because it's we just want to take you down the storytelling path. Both of which are good in their own in their own rights. Yeah. The re- the reason I like indie indie games a lot is because a lot of times they focus on just like one or two things and they just make the best out of it. And I would rather have one or two really good elements yeah. than 15 mediocre elements well and i'm, I'm not going to say that there aren't indie games out there that i really love for that instance like i really love and appreciate a good story mm-hmm. if you can draw me in make me want to explore the next little bit of your world because i want to know what happens in the storyline where it's going yeah <sighs> fucking hooked I guess I would say the problem that I have with most indie games, though, is I don't feel like that's the case Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Like, the storyline is not one of the big things that they focus on. It's in there because there's a couple of games out there, like um, Enter the Gungeon, Mm -hmm. right? That, yes, it has a storyline, but it is so back burner. (laughs) In the actual essence of the game that it doesn't really matter, right? Right. It's like a one paragraph storyline that you then go explore this never ending gungeon, Mm -hmm. right? But then like, and that's fun. That's fine. I enjoy playing games like that every once in a while, but I really want like just a good meaty storyline. Right. And the problem that I have with indie games is I've yet to find one that has, like, there's good storyline indie games out there. I don't want you guys to misunderstand that. I've yet to find one that has satisfied that itch for longer than six hours. Right. And that's kind of hitting on how I feel. I don't always want a 40, 60 hour epic. I do. You know, (laughs) that's it. Sometimes I want cotton candy. 
Sometimes I yeah. don't want, you know, a steak and potatoes and broccoli. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I just want something light and airy, you know, that I can jump into and out of. Mm-hmm. There's no real consequences. I can go into this this little area and just play around because it's a niche for whatever it is, yeah. right? So, like, you know, Stardew right. Valley. It's, Some, different in, it's different in gaming style. Right, exactly. Sometimes it's nice to just go in, harvest my crops, and go around and talk to my wife, Abigail. Like, sometimes that's all I want to do. chose Abby, huh? Of course I chose her. She's got purple hair. Why would I not choose her? I chose Abby as well for the same reason. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, she's just, she's just the one. Although I wouldn't have also said no to to Leah though. She, the the woodworker chick. I like oh her yeah, too. yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah, too. she's pretty cool too. She's pretty cool. Um, you know, but like we digress. Yeah, our <laughs> fake wives in a video game. <laughs> You know, because you're right. Sometimes it's nice to have the big, the big, huge epic to play. And then every now and then just be like, "Eh, I've only got like an hour or so. Like, let me dive into something real quick and just kind of mess around. You know, I, I think both are good in their own individual way. And, you know, that's why I like the indie games, because I like that somebody is able to create something that fills that hole void whatever you want to say yeah I, I guess the problem is i just haven't found very many of them like stardew valley where i'm like i can jump into this for an hour jump, drop out of it i'm good to go mm-hmm. right a lot of them i'm like oh this is interesting for the five minutes that i'm playing it, yeah. and then when i'm like sitting waiting for something right in right. the doctor's office or something i'm like oh you know i've got some time to play this game i look at it and i'm like didn't really enjoy it that much Mm -hmm. you know like yeah the the combat system's amazing in it but i just don't give a fuck about the world yeah and and i guess that's the bigger thing is like your storyline doesn't have to be necessarily super enticing or 40 hours long Mm -hmm. but you have to make me want to care yeah and I that I find that to be a huge problem in a lot of indie games is like I just I don't care about the characters I don't care about the world yeah the combat and the gameplay is fun but because I don't care about everything else mm-hmm. I'd rather play something else like Fire Emblem yeah where yeah I can jump in I can do part of a battle and then drop out and then pick up the battle later on and and okay I'm good you know mm. like. I'm still getting that little piece of whatever game, but I actually care about the characters. I care about the moves that I'm making. I care about the world that I'm in. Yeah. So right after God of War 2, I decided that I was going to finally nut up and shut up, and I decided to start playing Sekiro because I've wanted to play Sekiro for a very long time. You've told us, yes. Yeah, it's a it's a From Software game, but this is a, this is less, um, less Dark Souls-y mm-hmm. and um, more focused on... Um, deflection and parry combat. Yeah. Um, so I started playing that and I had a ball playing that. It is fantastic. I don't think we're going to do an episode because I don't think you're going to play it. I played it. <laughs> Did you play it? I played it. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, but while I was playing that, there were certain, there were certain days where I'd get home from work and I'd be like, you know, I just don't have the energy to keep working because Sekiro is hard. Like, oh yeah. Like, especially (laughs) some of those bosses, you know, Lady Butterfly kissed my ass. I'm sorry. She was rough. Like I may have been able to one cycle. I, 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 I I first tried blazing bull. I'm not, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I've seen a lot of people say blazing bull sucks. I, I did him on my first try lady. Lady Butterfly took me about 30 tries 
And yeah. oh yeah, like she just fucking wrecked me. So I'd be like, I don't really feel like doing that. And I don't really have like much else to go do. Cause like I got to a point where it was like, well, I've either got to fight Lady Butterfly or I've got to fight Genichiro. And I was like, I don't want to fight Genichiro until I fight Lady Butterfly. And I don't feel like doing that. So I picked up a little indie game called, uh, called Aragami where you play a shinobi that's brought back to life from the shadow realm. Mm -hmm. And the whole game is about, um, you can control, you operate in, you control and operate in the shadows to work your way through the level to save a princess in a tower. Very simple, easy game, very simple, simple, fun mechanic, right? And it's Japanese Mario. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and, (laughs) and it was fun. Like I would jump in there and I would have some fun, but like you're saying the story, and everything about it just didn't like it didn't it didn't was it, it didn't get it bite to into you. bite into me as much yeah. as I was hoping because there's a second one and they both like they look like a lot of fun and it was fun for a little bit but that's an instance of an in, of an indie game that starts off really well and then just kind of peters out because yeah. I just couldn't get super into it I'm not saying it's bad I'm just saying that like it wasn't for me it wasn't for me yeah you know so I totally get it and that's where I've always had a hard time with indie games but even starting doing this mm-hmm. like. I've explored more and more into them. Um, <clears throat> Stardew was one that I, I I tried long before this. It, it I don't know what the freaking chemical thing is that makes people go. I want to build a digital farm, right? But you do, yeah. <laughs> like you just do. <laughs> There's something about that daily routine. I, like you're just it it. I, I don't do levels of dopamine that yeah. drip in your brain, whatever it's, but it's one of those, like I, you know, I played Diablo one mm. a lot, a lot. And I did it because it was mindless. It got to a point where I played it one handed while I was watching TV because I could just click and my character would go and then a bad guy would show up and I just click and up, oh, kill it, click around, pick up things. And you, you only needed, one hand to play it it was so fucking mindless Mm -hmm. right like this was not a game that you needed to pay a super lot of attention to yeah you just cleared every level went down to the next one cleared it sold your shit went down cleared it again (laughs) like over and over and over again that's what this game is Mm -hmm. it's got a level of difficulty to it that you've got moments where you have to pay a little bit of attention Mm -hmm. but for the most part it's mindless. It is super mindless. It is so zen. And so, like, I love it. I I, I, I think for me, there's a lot of the nostalgia factor, mm-hmm. right? Like, we grew up playing eight 16-bit games. Right. Right? So I always appreciate a good eight or 16-bit game. Like, the music is delightful. It's very relaxing. It's enjoyable. It's not something that, like, seven hours in, you're like, fuck this music yeah right it, it just kind of it's it's nice enough that when you pay attention to it you don't get pissed off about it but you can also force it to fade into the background mm-hmm. right like they did an amazing job on the score in this in my mind yeah the mechanics of it are really easy to use like i did not feel like they were clunky or glitchy or buggy yeah. or or anything like that where i'm like fuck i just want oh god damn it i placed it in the wrong place mm-hmm. no it was very clear of this is where I'm doing this. Yeah. Right. Like I enjoyed everything about it and they hit all of the different scopes with this game. You have mining, you have farming, you have fishing, you have fighting. Mm -hmm. Like 
And then you have a romance. <laughs> 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 like, it's all there, man. Yeah. It's the fucking Princess Bride in a video game. Yeah. It's it, like, I, I mean, and it's like any other Harvest Moon or Disney Dreamlight or uh, Animal Crossing. Like, it's got all these like little tiny town things. But in this one, because I was thinking about it, right? Okay. You start playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. And you drop it for six months. When you go back into your town, it's fucking ruined. Oh, yeah. There's weeds everywhere. Shit's yeah. dead. People are pissed off and leaving. In this, I, I probably now haven't played this game in probably a few months. I could go back in now, and I'd be totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, there there is a difference between those type of, uh, like, I, I would say Disney Dreamlight and Animal Crossing, right? Those rely on real time mm -hmm. to run the game mechanics. Yep. Where... Harvest Moon, um, Olive Town, which is a, a Japanese version of basically this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> there's a couple of other game franchises that follow around along the principles of like Stardew Valley that have been around a lot longer than Stardew Valley, but you know, it's the same thing. You go into a town. The town's like, hey, you're our new farmer. Let me show you your shitty little plot of land. Yeah. And then you begin improving the plot of land right plant crops harvest them sell them make friends with the town folk whole nine yard like it's like cut and paste mm -hmm. carbon copy every single one of these games is like this right um to me i would compare it to like harvest moon or all of town in that example other than dreamlight and, and animal crossing because again those rely on real-time mechanics right and that's why you have that. You go back in and your town's fucking ruined. Right. People are pissed and you have murder rampant through your streets. You know, Stitch ate everybody's left shoe. Um, where this, it's it's not like that. It no. is, you, know, you loaded up the save file, you continue doing it. But it runs off of a 24-hour cycle, you know, mm -hmm. and everything like that. And, like... There's just something nice about not having to be like, oh, shit, it's six o'clock. I got to jump in and sell my Brussels sprouts before the shop closes or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, 100 percent. It's less steaks. It is. And sometimes you don't want steaks. Sometimes you just want cotton candy. Yeah. And this game is great at just being light cotton candy. The worst thing that happens to you is that you get knocked out. And you lose your stuff if you fall down in Fucking the mine. Fucking hobo steals your shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's the hobo. Or it's the Jojo Cola people. Because sometimes, sometimes I would, sometimes I would be like, "Oh, hey, you passed out in the mine, or you mm. passed out out in the world, and a Jojo Cola Cola employee brought you home, and they took money for compensation." I'm like, yeah. "Screw you, buddy." You just like reached in my wallet and took a twenty. Yeah. Who the fuck gave you permission? To I do fell that? asleep on my front stoop because I was trying to get home on, in time on my own property. Yeah, <laughs> I'm allowed to sleep wherever I want on my hobo land. Like it is my right as a Stardew Valleyan. I own this land. I can sleep where I want to. Fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I, that always like. I thought it was funny, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. but again, uh, low stakes, low stakes, yeah. low stakes. And that's, that's what's beautiful about this. Game. Mm -hmm. But like, if you wanted a little steak and potatoes, it's in here. It's in there. Oh yeah. It's in there. Yeah. You, you start building up relationships with the town folk. You start attending events. You can get romantic. 
Um, as we discussed, there's, there's, you know, there's a couple of different characters that you can. Abigail is this purple haired. Um, she's the babysitter, right? She's the shop owner's daughter. That's right. The that That's is right. Penny. Penny's the Penny's, Penny's the, the teacher for the yeah. two little kids. For the two little kids. Yeah. But she's the shop owner's daughter. She has purple hair. I really liked her personality. I also liked her favorite gifts mm -hmm. too. So like that's one of the things is as you're building up relationships, you can give them gifts. You can give them gifts that they don't really necessarily like. It doesn't take away things, but you don't really get anything yeah. from giving them. And then there's these favorite gifts that when you give them, it like skyrockets your your friendship with them. And um, that's where we were talking about like this game and uh, potion permit are so fucking similar mm -hmm. in a lot of things where potion permit relies on you to go out into the wilds to collect all of your shit and hunt down monsters and everything like that this is a game where you you can grow 90 percent of everything you need mm -hmm. you know um you can buy animals and, and you know hatch animals and raise animals and and, and all this other stuff you can like determine if you're going to be a crop farm or an animal farm or you know whatever or not even farm at all like yeah. i have one instance of the game where all i did was mine yeah mine and fight mine and fight and i was fucking rich <laughs> like i have one instance where all i did was fish yeah and that's the thing is like i then realized like i'm creating all these different save files and this was in the beginning when i first started playing this game i was creating all these different characters and i'm like this is gonna be a minor and I realized, like, what the fuck am I doing? I could be all of it. Yeah. <laughs> all of it. Like, I just don't plant crops for like a week and right. I go fucking mine all week. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Or I go fish the entire time. Like, there's no stakes. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a certain point where you get into the game where you can get automatic sprinklers. Yeah. And once I had that game set changer. up, yeah. Once I had that set up, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go fish mm -hmm. because I don't have to spend three hours of my day walking and watering every single fucking crop <laughs> like and that's one of the things this game does really really well is that progression system like yeah. it starts off and you buy x amount of seeds and you're manually watering them one at a time yeah and then you get crappy sprinklers and then you get you upgrade your can to to water three things at one time yeah. and you're so you're in this constant progression of of increasing your ability to take care of stuff so what starts off as being just a you know what a, a five by five grid of crops that you're manually watering by hand you now have you've got two separate crops with like a hundred things everything has sprinklers so you don't worry about those you go into your greenhouse and you can just you've got a collection of crap that in there that you're growing because you either want to sell it or it's specialty goods because it's in the greenhouse so it can grow in any season and like we're talking about mechanics without explaining it anything but like the game does it so well and again the same thing right you go from now i'm walking around to i can get coffee or i can get shoes that make me go faster or yeah. then you can get a fucking horse and run around like yeah. the game just has this great way to progress your naturally ability through it, to yeah. naturally do stuff so you can eventually get to the point where you're like i'm the super successful the farmer. only thing that's not automated is the harvesting uh, right for harvesting of crops, you can Correct. get an automatic an automatic harvester for your animals. Correct, but, but yes, you cannot for crops. harvest crops automatically. You do have to do that. But even then, you upgrade your your shit, and mm -hmm. where you're just hitting one at a time, you're now swiping across three in front of you, and then like all around you, and and 
there's there's incredible ways to like speed this process up and everything like that. It, you do have a stamina bar. You can eat food to replenish that stamina. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference is in this game where in potion permits, if you run out of stamina, you just can no longer do actions in Stardew Valley. If you run out of stamina, you pass the fuck out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like you don't want to run out of stamina ever. No. You <laughs> get that yeah. hobo Jenkins comes and steals your <laughs> shit. Um, so really quick for the story. So you are, so you, the game starts, you create a character, you work in an office job for Jojo Cola. You get a Jojo Cola. You get a letter from your grandpa. Who's like, Hey, I'm dying. Take my farm. And you're like, whatever. I thought I'm, it was, Hey, I'm dead. You get my farm. Well, so, it, 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 so like, so you get the letter and you keep it at your desk and then you open it when you feel like you've had enough of the corporate world. And it's yes. Hey, uh, I'm dying. You get my farm. So you go to Pelican town is what it's called and you meet the mayor lewis who's like here let me show you your farm and yeah it's this just it's it's a cabin on a plot of land that's got nothing but rocks and fallen trees down and you got to go around and clean it up he gives you a pack of seeds to get you started off and at that point all's fair in love and war because you can go to the shop to buy more seeds you can sell stuff in a bin and that's all that it is it's all about just making this little plot of land yours and then it has a ton of stuff that we've already discussed that you can do there you go that's the plot thank you for coming to my ted talk now (laughs) that's it like that's where i was like we haven't explained anything and i was like i'm pretty sure we explained the entire game (laughs) we never once (laughs) mentioned grand dead grandfather (laughs) that's basically it bro like Grandpa Dan! <laughs> but, like, it does have stuff because you can either go to the little shop in town or you can side with Jojo Cola. So there's 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 more to it than that. I I got to be honest. I never realized that. Yeah. Never realized that. I never realized you could side with Jojo Cola. Like, <laughs> because I never, like, I never. Why would you? Yeah. It, it, like, they really paint Jojo Cola as exactly what Jojo Cola is. An evil corporation that reaches into your fucking wallet as you're unconscious on your porch <laughs> to steal 20 bucks. Right. Like, uh, that symbolism right there explains JoJo Cola way better than we could ever explain it in any other method of doing mm-hmm. this. You know what I mean? But, like, the game itself is so simplistic. It's so basic in the way that it was designed and built and everything like that that it's beautiful in its own way yeah right like you have seasons that go through and change in the game it does change the look of the environment as you said depending on the seasons depend on what you can do you know you can't grow summer seasons summer seeds in the winter um they just don't do anything uh and then like you have trees that you can grow different types of trees you get fruit trees you you naturally you have like fucking pine trees all over the all over your fucking place but that shit that you use to build other things Mm. because there is a crafting mechanic in it where you take materials to build the stuff right like you don't just unlock sprinklers you actually have to get the material to build the sprinklers Mm -hmm. So in its own way, it does kind of force you to explore the world to a certain extent for the materials. There's not only Pelican Town, you can go to basically, I call it mini Vegas, (laughs) uh, where you go to like the desert and you get certain items from there and you can get certain, you know, there's only certain activities that you can do there. Um, But these are all things that like, as you go through, you're kind of improving 
the town. Yeah. Like the bus is broken down, so you help fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a landslide has blocked off a certain area, so you help the town to break free. Mm-hmm. And then um, the one thing that like I get wildly addicted to, like it 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 hits all of my disability triggers. Okay. The community center. Yeah. It is literally like collect all this shit yeah. and turn it in here, and then we improve the community center. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go hunt down this fucking fish. Yeah. How do I get this fish? Oh, it's a super rare fish. You need to get like max out your fishing skill. Right. Get you this can, ultra rare, one of a kind lure. You can only get this fish from this lake dur- between these hours during this one season. <laughs> Out of weather condition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it has to be raining. And it has to be raining or snowing or yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, okay, I got this. <laughs> I can do this. It's my fuck yeah. Fuck you, fish. Who's your bitch? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and there's also like to complete the community center. There's also a, like a, on because it's a it's a seven day cycle. Yep. And there's 28 days per season. Yep. And so, and then, so every Friday and Saturday between the hours of like six and eight or whatever it is, there's like a, a stranger in a mystery cart in the forest who will sometimes have rare items that you can get for the community center. So again, going back to it, you get into this rotation where you're like, oh, it's Friday. I got to go check the cart. I got to go check this cart. Yeah. <laughs> Fucker. I don't want your shitty hat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want this goddamn pine cone. Right. Like, I don't need, I don't need fertilizer. I need that stupid fish. You're right. Or like, um, I liked the one that there's a, there's a certain item that you have to get to like level 30 in the mine or whatever, the lowest level of the mine. Mm-hmm. And it's got like, the one of the rarest drops so like every day i'm i'm just immediately going to the mine dropping down to the bottom level fucking hacking up everything going shit i didn't get it yep. leave the mine next day first thing right at the mine drop down lowest level shit i didn't get it but like because it just in my head i'm like well i have to collect all these things. of course i because once you collect and like depending on the room in the community center depends on what you fix mm-hmm. so like there's an aquarium so you of course supply it with a bunch of different type of fish right and once you give it enough of all these different types of fish it repairs the aquarium and then there's like a bank vault and you're literally giving it money mm-hmm. and i remember like the biggest one was like 50 g's that you had to give it and then when i first saw that i was like 50 g i make like a hundred bucks a week yeah. this is gonna <laughs> take me forever and then, like, a week into the game, game week right. into the game, I'm like, I've got 300 Gs, no fucking problem. Here yeah. you go. Because I spent my entire time mining ore. Yeah. Like, and, like, it, it just, it, it's this nonsensical, easy, mindless thing, but it continues to drive you forward because there's all these little things. Like, there's mysteries that are involved Mm -hmm. there's like hunting for the rare fish there's treasure maps that like there's treasure start in this position and follow these directions and end up at a place yep you know and like and sometimes it's not even that like there's one treasure spoiler warning spoiler spoiler warning there's one treasure map where it leads you to a guy in a truck and he's like oh i need a lucky rabbit's foot so even though you know what you need to do if you don't have a lucky rabbit's foot now you're like well how do i get a lucky rabbit's foot now i gotta go do that yeah so like there's always something that you can be every doing. time i try to approach a rabbit it runs away <laughs> like and how the fuck am i supposed to get its foot right. <laughs> <laughs> 
dude, I like, yeah, I, there's not a whole lot to say about this game, but, but like, there's a lot you can talk about. With there's it. a lot you can talk about with it. Like there, there's just, it, it's a fun fun game i yeah. highly recommend it to anybody so you were talking about the mind so one of the things with the mind is every five floors you get access to the elevator so yep. you when you go in you start out the first floor when you get down to floor five now you can just go from the top floor to five and then you can go all the way down to like 420 or whatever it is at the bottom i, I don't know um i think it's 120 is the last floor because uh, then there's a second cave the yep. skull cave yeah um but you can also get mine carts like that's one of the things that you can unlock in the visitor center yep. or the community center is you can unlock mine carts Minecarts are really good because there's one like right outside your property, which mm -hmm. leads to you can go either to the mines, you can go to the quarry, you can go into town, which is right next to the blacksmith. So yeah. that's really good if you got stuff you need to bring him because you can bring him geodes and get items from those geodes and you use him to upgrade all your oh, equipment. That's the other fucking thing. The library. The library. Holy getting shit. all the books. Getting not only getting and the all collections, the, all the collection stuff, because in the geodes, it unlocks a bunch of shit where you like take it to the library and they're like, we'd like to display this. And you're like, all right, all right. Oh, take it. <laughs> it's yours now. What else can I give you? <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of pedestals here. Like Once I realized that when you hover over an item, if the little community center thing flashes, it told you that tells you that you need it. That was a game changer for me. I never knew that. Yeah. You literally just blew my mind. Oh, right really? There. I did not know that fucking happened. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I wish it did it um, for the library, but I don't think it does. So if you can, because when you go to donate it, because I've done that a couple of times where I've sold shit. Oh that yeah, I needed for the community center. Oh yeah, and I'm like, <gasps> mm -hmm. I just no. Yeah, what? I like <laughs> I accidentally sold like four of the five gold star crops that I needed oh. and I only had one and it was the last day of the season and I couldn't grow anymore and I didn't like it didn't connect yeah because I thought I needed I don't know if I remember I thought I needed one or what it was but yeah like I got there and I was like oh I gotta wait a whole year for this yeah and well and in that instance it's not something that you can necessarily like oh I have one deposited it okay I need four more mm -hmm. and then as you get them you just keep depositing it no you have to have all five at the same time and then go deposit it yeah yeah and Damn. that's where the seasonal one too where mm -hmm. you like you have to hit every season has like two crops that you need to grow and get gold star crops for mm -hmm. and, then, and then donate them yeah 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 can't tell that i've done that a butt ton <laughs> <laughs> like i mean it's one of those like little things where i'm just like absolutely let's do this I, yeah i can't like, you you've you've literally given me a collection tool that now improves the world like what happens when i improve them all and i'll tell you i've never i never have no no not all the time i always get distracted with other things and then like i stop playing for a while and i'm playing other games or other games come out and i start playing them and then I'm just kind of like having one of those like blah days. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't really want to jump into this. I don't want to jump into that. I don't want to jump into this. Like, this is something that I have. I have on my computer. I have on my Xbox. I have on my PlayStation. I have on my Switch. It's on literally every gaming platform. I even have it on my iPad. Yeah. Yeah. So no matter what, I have something that I can play this game on. So depending on what which one I'm on, you know, depends on what, what version that I'm playing. And it like, I just jump in and I'm like, oh. I'm going to be a farmer today. Yeah. And I just, I farm and I completely forget about like, what did I need for the community center? Yeah. Where was I at for the library? Or like, Hey, I'm going to go explore today. 
And I will say one of the biggest things that when I first started frustrated me was like trying to figure out how to open up other parts of the world Mm -hmm. because they're not, it wasn't like super clear on like, well, do I have to like develop dynamite to blow up this fucking boulder? Like, how, How do I remove this? You know? And then there are certain things like you, you hit achievements and it, it unlocks it. And until you just like accidentally stumble upon that achievement, you have no idea that it mm. does this. And I'm like, well, fuck. So do I need to do that for this? Like, what achievement do I need for this? And granted, if you don't want to do the exploration yourself, there's a shit ton of guides out there. Now. Mm. A shit ton. They, it, literally, you just Google like boulder. Yeah. Stardew Valley boulder. And they're like, okay, to remove the boulder, you got to do X, Y, and Z. And yeah. then masturbate in a ring. <laughs> like... <laughs> And, and it just it's a it's a it's a great game it yeah. brings out this really silliness in me because it's just there's so many nonsensical things like but as you said it's like you have to fish in the lake at this time from this time to this time and you have to catch five magikarp mm-hmm. and like wrong game oh shit sorry <laughs> sorry wrong game um and like and then you you know it does this and it's like seriously and then you find out like Oh yeah, the chances of you getting that are like slim to none. <laughs> and it has to be raining on the third Sunday of the month. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like And and it's not it's not super clear. And that's like that's the problem. The other thing is that so they have like yearly events. So like on, you know, on like October 28th or whatever it is or or I'm sorry, autumn 28th, you have yeah. like the Festival of Scares or whatever it is. And it's basically Halloween, which is fun because like you can, you know, you go to town square and um you know, people are you can interact with all the town's folks and they've got a little haunted maze you can go through and you know, but at the end if you find the secret passage and you get to the end, you get a golden pumpkin, but it doesn't tell you what good the golden pumpkin is. So until you realize like what it is or you figure it out or you look it up online, you're just like like I sold a golden pumpkin the first time I got it. I didn't Oh, I didn't sell any of those things that I got from those events because mm. I like my my natural gamer instinct is like I'm going to need this. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was like I would get shit like the scarecrow. Yeah. Right? I like the scarecrow. Like, oh, I got a scarecrow. So I put up the scarecrow and then I'm like, "Oh fuck, I can make the scarecrow." Yeah. <laughs> Well, now that scarecrow is not so special. Right. Fuck you, scarecrow. <laughs> and I walk away. Like, <laughs> but then you get the special scarecrows. You can buy them. Oh, yeah. or you can buy them or you earn them or whatever. And I like the specialty scarecrows. Yeah, those ones are you know, so fun. like there's there's even that kind of thing where like there's the, there will just be something in here. Now, will it captivate you and hold your attention for months on months and months? No. But it could it be the is it depends the kind on of, what kind of crack addict you are. I guess that's true. No, no. Uh, there are people who play this game like, of course, almost exclusively. But there are people who play any any game that way. Like, so like it just really depends. And if you're one of those people that this is a game that's going to scratch that itch and you're going to play repetitively, you're probably already playing. It. Yeah, <laughs> this is not a game that just came out. It was just something like we looked at Potions Permit, we saw the similarities. We have played Stardew Valley. We've been meaning to talk about Stardew Valley for some time, but uh, other things have come out and we've gotten some requests and so on and so forth. And but yeah, this game has been out for ugh. 2016. Oh, shit. When it first released. A lot longer than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years, man. Yeah. And it, it just, uh, and it just, you know, it, it just, 
like it's just a fun game and there, there's streamers that still stream this game and everything like that it, it, it's a zen game mm-hmm. that's to me that's ultimately what this is yeah just you want to go into the forest and cut down every single tree you see go into the forest and cut down every tree you see you can do that like it is like a tree murderer yeah <laughs> um you know you go you want to go into the sewers and you want to go walk around in there eventually you can do that like yeah, i've never made it into the sewer either no no yeah you get the key by donating to the library eventually gunther gives you the key to the sewer fuck i've donated almost everything to the library he never gave me a key (laughs) Um, yeah and that's the shit that's what i'm talking about like you get that you stumble upon it at the right time of day or something you see the two little kids and mm -hmm. they get freaked out and they run away and you kind of approach it and you get freaked out and then you try and go in and they're like the sewer is locked and i'm like well fuck how do i get the key yeah <laughs> like I, I and yeah like and i get so distracted with shit that i'm just like man fuck it yeah i've got enough to do in other areas of the world that like i don't care oh before i stopped playing because of uh bef- you know because uh god of war had come out that was kind of how this all started i was playing that in between games oh, okay, waiting okay. for god of war um but like when I stopped playing, I had just unlocked the desert and was on my way to finding the casino. Wow, the casino's fun. And I was like, wow, there's even there's more to there's so much more to this and yeah. so much more to explore and so much more to engage with. Like, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish there was more to do in the desert, but maybe and this is the funny part is I say that. But maybe I just don't know everything that I can do in the the desert yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, you haven't found it yet. Yeah, I haven't unlocked it. I haven't done this. I haven't done enough of this. I haven't talked to the right person on the right season at the right time. You know, like, because there's these weird triggers in some of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you, like, find out these, like, really weird things. And, like, as you develop friendships with certain other characters, you they, like, start telling you about weird shit. And you're like, hmm interesting (laughs) and so then you like want to go and explore that shit and like they for being so simplistic there is a depth to this game that is phenomenal Mm -hmm. and i'm not talking about the 120 levels of the mine no like it, it just there's there's all these little quirks and and little little weird things that's why i said i'm like i'm super excited to explore their next game and see what new they put in and what what these things are or whatever you know maybe it's a haunted chocolate mac mansion and if i get ghost peppers i can bring the spirits out or something i I don't know like i'm super excited (laughs) who knows what's next who knows what's next i don't even know when that game's coming out i should look that up there better be a an easter egg where you can knock a kid into a chocolate river or have a girl chew gum and she blows up into a balloon and rolls away Violet, you're turning Violet, Violet. Thank you. I laid that up hoping that you would. Oh, it's one of my favorite lines. It's one of the best lines. Yeah, yeah. I love that whole movie. The original, oh, the not re- the weird ass one with uh, Johnny, Depp. Johnny Depp No, and his no. big ass fucking teeth. Yeah, no. The one with Gene Wilder is amazing. <sighs> so good. Except for, Uncle, except for Grandpa Joe. Fuck Grandpa Joe. That son of a bitch is laying in bed and his poor daughter or his daughter-in-law or whatever is fucking making them cabbage fucking disgusting soup and he's just laying there like a slouch until Charlie's like, hey, I got a golden ticket and I got accosted on my way home and then Grandpa Joe is like, hey, guess what? I'm the one who fucking is doing this. I'm going to get out of bed and sing a song and dance because my grandson is going to go to a chocolate factory and that's clearly what motivates you. Fuck you, Grandpa Joe. You asshole. I hate you. But the actor did a really good job. <laughs> I have feelings about this because that's wow. a, it's a bullshitty thing. They're eating cabbage soup, man. Tell, tell me about how you uh, 
You really feel there, bud. They're eating cabbage soup, and he doesn't get out of bed to do a damn thing until his grandson gets a golden ticket, and he gets to go on a free fucking tour of a chocolate factory. That's what motivates this man to get out of bed. So the the game, uh -huh. the new game. Sorry, I just looked it up. No, that's I'm fine. Sorry to cut you off. Is called Haunted Chocolatier. <laughs> nice. Chocolatier. Sorry. Uh, ch chocolatier. 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 Um, there is no set release date for it yet. It was announced back in 2021. Okay. Um, uh, this website, which is Games Radar, says that it is unlikely to be one of the new games for 2023. This was updated 23 days ago. Uh, okay. So it's it's not like it's an old post. Right. This is this has been fairly updated, which does suck, but it looks really cool and i'm like super excited about it and yeah i like i can't wait to get into it <laughs> and and like if they do not give me a fucking willy wonka outfit i'm gonna be pissed oh my god that's <laughs> such a missed opportunity and you, like, just, you just call it something ridiculous yeah. like um fuck i don't know you know grandpa joe's outfit <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and it's just this long sleeping Slow gown long sleeping clown. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great oh no. see man. you gotta ha oh no see uh, god and i hope that i hope that they don't do this but that's the thing right that's what they'll do they'll they'll put in a willy wonk outfit but it's gonna be the fucking johnny depp one it's not gonna be oh. the gene wilder one i don't yeah. think so because like with with the the 16-bit graphics, yeah. I think it would be easier to do the Gene Wilder one and yeah. not the Johnny Depp one. Oh, dude, they should put the in Gene Wilder one is basically just a purple suit with a purple top hat. Yeah, they should uh, they should put in a mechanic where you can roll, <laughs> like he does when he first comes out. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's so much in that Gene Wilder version. Oh, it's fantastic. That um, like I did not know until like way later in life. Mm. And so that whole part where he rolls was completely unscripted. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Everybody's shock is legitimate shock thinking that he's falling. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, he, he literally made the statement. I did it because it basically tells the audience right off the bat that I'm not being honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, nothing is what it seems from here on out. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like it blew my mind when I first <laughs> found that out. Like, so and that like now you're making me like I get to be that. Right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Give me a fuck. <gasps> Are they gonna do the boat? Are they gonna do the boat in the chocolate river? I don't, I don't know. I don't <gasps> know what they're doing. That part man. is so messed up. Like, cause it's not a Willy Wonka game. I know, but it's just that you're you're a chocolatier. Yeah, but it's just it's so close. But it's haunted. Right. So it's haunted from all the dead Oompa Loompas. <laughs> so it's Willy Wonka meets Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I put you in a chocolate bar. <laughs> it's me, Willy Wonka. <laughs> That would be funny, dude. Like, and you carry around a machine where you see a ghost and you like zap it and it becomes chocolate. Oh, yeah. Chocolate covered ghost. I'd eat the shit out of that. You'd eat ghost shit? No. Well, not like that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> jackass. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we digress. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like as you can tell, this is something that like we are passionate about. We we very much enjoy this game. Yeah. Uh, because it's exactly that. It's not something that I think I'd ever go away from. Well, I might when this new one comes out, because of course I, I want to. I like. Right. I want to experience something new. Of course. But as I said, it's something that's always on one of my systems because mm 
there's 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 always that one moment and it's a random moment where i'm like i'm just gonna jump back into this yeah and it's so funny because my wife will come out and be like seriously <laughs> and i'm like Shh, i'm fishing yeah <laughs> Don't talk to me right now. Abigail's giving me a present. <laughs> she did get mad at me once because uh, we were walking around and she actually likes Penny better than Abigail. All right. And I'm like, I'm not a big fan of Penny. I feel like she's going to be teaching me lessons in the bedroom and that's not okay. No, uh, like Penny this. definitely comes off as a little mousy for our taste because both of our significant others are like, like kind of like our stronger, not mousy yeah. women. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. And she was like, but I really like Penny. Like, why can't you have a relationship with Penny? And I was like, you can create a character and you can have a relationship with Penny. I want the weird goth girl. <laughs> I'm going to go with, like, I'm going to help her sacrifice mice. Yeah, I, I want to be with the girl who I found in the graveyard in the middle of the night one time. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh, Abigail, I love you so much. Yeah, like... Yeah. She's just the most interesting. Everybody else is cool, like Leah leaving the big city to come and be the woodworker thing, right? Penny's got the whole home life thing, like, because all of these characters have, like, there's they're, they're more than one dimension. Yeah. Like, there is stuff going on with them. There are the, two. The more you... <laughs> I couldn't resist. Not I in, could not resist. Not intentional. Not intentional. But good job. You're very proud of yourself. I am. I'm super proud of myself. <laughs> that was one of the, the best moments I've ever done recording this show. Like, ba -bam! <laughs> So you get to know these people. And some of them, like you were saying, you can have relationships with, with and others you can't. The the carpenter, Robin, she's married. You can't do anything. But still, like, yeah, you learn you, about you, them. You cannot force people well i shouldn't say force they have choices mm -hmm. um <laughs> to cheat on their spouses uh you know i i think it would be really interesting so that we can be inclusive if they put a swinger couple in one of these games there you, know, you go and just you, you just have at it you boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh no i like it's there there are certain people um you know for whatever your your preference is you can you can walk down that path as mm -hmm. far as the romantic relationships go which is which is super nice or if you don't want to do any of that you don't you don't have to you do not have to you literally like, yeah it's literally a choice like you have to give somebody a bouquet if you want to start dating them and you can date as many people as as is available to have that relationship with but you can only propose to one right and that's that's it right I'm, is that is or are you able to switch I think you can it. get a, you can get a divorce and then you can ask somebody yeah. else to marry. But if you divorce somebody like I'm pretty you can never get back. with. Yeah, them I'm pretty sure that which I don't blame them. Like yeah. you left them for their sister or, some mm. shit, you know? like, <laughs> or their neighbor, their neighbor. Yeah. Like, so that's where you've been going from <laughs> from 7 a.m. to 11 to 52. I, like, I did look up a video because, you know, I, I'm, I'm the kind of person that when I start playing something, I kind of steep myself in it. Yeah. Um, so when I was playing Stardew Valley, I was like, oh, I wonder, like, like I was looking up, you know, Stardew Valley information and stuff yeah. like that. And one of the videos that came across was what was what happens if you're dating everybody. And it's like literally this guy went around. And he he was boyfriend he was boyfriend and girlfriend with all of the available women in the game. Yeah. And at a certain point in time, like you walk in and they're all having a meeting and they're like, we all know that we're your girlfriends and you were lying that about lying about us. 
to each other. Like you weren't telling us that you were with everybody else and they all got pissed off and storm out. Same thing with, you can do the same thing with all the guys. I was like, that's pretty funny that like you can, you can get to a point in that game. Like, it's just so crazy. The things that are in this game that, that you can do. Yeah, that's great. And that's what, like, I think that's part of what makes, or sorry. I think that's part of what makes this game so great. Right. Mm. Is that it, it feels alive. Yeah. It feels alive. Like, and we were just discussing this. What makes an open world game open world? Something that feels lived in, Mm -hmm. right? But this game makes you feel like you're living in it. Mm -hmm. It's not an open world game per se. Right, it's not. But um, I say per se because you go into certain areas and they're pretty open, you know? Mm -hmm. But like you're living in it it doesn't it doesn't just feel lived in you're living in it Mm -hmm. by those kind of things like that makes me feel like like if i'm living in a small town and i'm hooking up with every single person in it (laughs) small town life dictates that eventually every single one of them is going to be like well i have a date tonight with john right and they're like john my john my john (laughs) your john he's my john you know, mm-hmm. and then they're like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because little Susie came over and went, why are you talking about my boyfriend? Right. <laughs> and then they're like, hold on. Hold up a minute. Who else is he dating? And then they go around and figure out everybody else. And meanwhile, you're kind of being ghosted by all mm-hmm. of them because you're like, hey, baby, we good for the date tonight? Right. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I send my little carrier pigeon because there is no cell phones in this game. No. Um. And like eventually they like you just show up someplace and they're like, hey, John, you did <laughs> like that's that is real. Mm-hmm. That is something that would actually happen. So like, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that because I've never done that. Right. Like, I, <laughs> I, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, that's like not. Um, yeah, <laughs> I. I it's not something that I ever thought of doing, you know, mm-hmm. like, Hey, I was trying to date everybody. Can I date everybody? Yeah. Like that's not, wow. Okay. And, and interesting. Like, they put interesting stories in these too. Like there's a, there's a character who's dealing with the S word. I don't know. Eh, I'll say it. There's a character dealing trigger warning. There's a character dealing with suicide. Oh yeah. There's, there's a character that is very materialistic and they come around as you progress through their friendship meter and, and interacting with them. They come around and actually like stop being so materialistic yeah. and, and, you know, shallow and like learn to actually like open up and care about people. Like there's some really interesting stories, like personal stories in here too. Yeah. It's just one of those. Well, things- and it, that's something like, it doesn't even matter if it, if it's a, somebody that you can be in a relationship with, mm. you build friendships with every single character that you meet yep. even hobo jenkins yep and like you progress through that and you can reach max friendship and you basically learn everything about them mm-hmm. and that, that's when they like peak yeah and everything but like dude it's there's so much to do mm-hmm. i i literally i personally don't know anybody who has 100 percented this game and i mean like done everything got everything maxed out everything all all of that because to do that is like a crap ton of time in this game (laughs) because again it it, it, they have their own little time cycle and you have to wait for certain things and everything like that like i believe there is one where like 
you have to wait for a certain day with a certain weather and everything like that and then go to this area in order to advance such and such with such person. Mm -hmm. So if that day doesn't happen for fucking three weeks, that's three weeks that you're not being able to advance that friendship, you know? And stuff like that. Like, there's weird triggers in certain things, and I've brought that up a lot, but... I love it. Yeah, I really like it too. I really highly recommend people play it. Um, and like you said, for those people who know what this is and love it, you're probably already playing it. For people who've been on the shelf about it, I seriously pick it up. It's probably super dirt, dirt cheap now. It's a nice, fun, light, airy game. Like I said, no consequences, really, no, very little stakes. It's something you can jump in and out of and just have a hell of a good time with. Um, anything else, Caleb? Because I think that's no, about it. That's it. So, yeah, you guys, so definitely a couple of big recommends from us for checking this one out. Have fun. Go to our Facebook page. Let us know what you thought of the game, what your favorite moment was. Who did you pick to marry or did you not marry anybody? Tell us what your farm was like. What did you name your horse when you finally got your horse? All that kind of stuff we want to hear. James. <laughs> um, also, don't forget, you can go to our Patreon and sign up. I help. the last horse was named Windjammer. Windjammer. Yeah, it's from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, okay. You're a scholar and a gentleman. You may go into the stables and have my finest steed. His name is Windjammer. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go to our Patreon and sign up for that reoccurring donation. Every dollar helps us keep the lights on. We appreciate everybody who's doing that. Um, and also don't forget you can uh, comment on our Facebook page, our Podbean, and you can email us directly uh, at no tokens required at hotmail.com. All one word. And uh, yeah, like I said, we'll um, we'll address your emails when they come in. Thank you all so much for dealing with us while we're dealing with our personal lives. Thank you again so much for listening. Um, and we'll see you next time where we are doing fan-requested Bioshock series. So be on the lookout for when those come out. Don't forget to hit that notification button on Spotify or whatever your preferred listening app is so you can always uh get a notification when we release an episode so thank you all so much for listening i'm chris i'm caleb and until next time game game on. on thanks for listening to game on presented by no tokens required the opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of no tokens required No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required for the original No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required.